With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, good evening, everybody. It's Dodie Mitchell here uh, with Laura Morante for the monthly Mind, Body, Spirit, You channel. Love Hope Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You. This is our monthly channel. And I'm your host, Reverend Leah Fortner. I am joined always by my partner in spirit and also for this show, Laura Morante, our channel tonight. Hi, Miss Laura. Hi, Miss Leah. Okay, Dode. Okay, good evening, everybody. That was just a test. Um, here we, my name is Dodie Mitchell, and here we are at the, our monthly Mind, Body, Spirit, You channel. I'm here with Laura Morante. Uh, Reverend Leah Fortner could not be with us this evening, but she's here with us in spirit, obviously. Uh, this is uh, some incredible energy tonight, as this is the second full moon in a month, and the second full moon in a month is always known as the blue moon. Once in a blue moon, it's a rare kind of energy. And Laura, I can tell you that I have felt this energy all day. I, I, I'm sure you're feeling it, and I'm sure that everybody out there who's listening is feeling it too. You know, how is it manifesting for you today, this incredible energy? Um, we are, uh, I, I'll just, I'll just take a moment to say that as I was spending most of this day in, in, in high gear trying to take care of stuff. And it seems like at every turn there was, uh, an obstacle to go around or overcome. And every obstacle I met, I, I was thinking to myself, Okay, so should I be doing this? Is there something else I should be, you know, accomplishing right now? Should I just stop and regroup? Um, so I don't know, Laura. Did you have any of that going on today? Yeah, things seemed a little hectic today, a little bit, um, almost like everything was getting in the way. Yeah. So I, I, if there's anybody else there who's listening tonight that had that same feeling about today, I, I just think that's part of what's you know, that's another piece of this big energy of the blue moon that's happening today. So I'm just going to take a couple of minutes here to bring us all into a peaceful, peaceful state of being right now so that we can be open to spirit and allow Laura to just channel uh, the beautiful energy that she so adeptly does each month for us. So I invite everybody to find a comfortable place to sit And close your eyes if that's comfortable. And if it's not, just bring your gaze softly down to the floor or to your, to your hands or something. And take a deep breath in through your nose and back out through your nose. And again, a deep breath in. And this time, slow the breath down. And a long, 
slow exhale. And with this last deep breath in, slow it down even a little more. And as you breathe all that air out, let your shoulders come down away from your ears and let your face soften a little bit. And allow the breath just to come into a natural state of coming and going. Be the observer. Watch the breath moving in and out. Bring yourself into this moment, into this space, and allow every other piece of the day to just fall away for just a few moments. Right now, right here, in this moment, be here and just breathe. Allow yourself to go in and in and into that quiet, peaceful, centered place. Open there, just open to what spirit has for you this evening. And with that, Laura, I turn this over to you. Thank you. Thanks, Todd. All right. And like you said, I've been feeling it all day, so I am just going to start channeling. All right. Whether it is a full moon, a half moon, a new moon, or a blue moon. It is a matter of energy. It is always a matter of energy. For you are energy, and of course, as the energy maneuvers around the earth, it affects you. And yes, that's what the moon is, energy. And it is a powerful energy at that. And it is one that does affect the emotions of the human being, that does affect the integrity of the thoughts of the individuals as they move through this human experience with this extra emotional charge. (laughs) So pay attention to that and notice where it is your emotions are taking you and how far you allow yourself to go. It seems as if it is almost um, uncontrollable at times when the energy is so intense and the emotions are overflowing and you think, how can I calm them? What is it that I can do to alleviate this intensity inside of me? How can I bring myself to some state of being that is aligned with peace when it seems so far from the thoughts that I'm currently sustaining? That's a part of the issue with this society, you know. There is no room for calmness. There is no room for stillness. Nobody has time to take a moment to breathe and be quiet in the mind. We need to think. We need to figure it out. We need to contemplate and conjure in our minds what it is we should be doing And so then all of a sudden, when things get intense, we realize there's something missing. And that something that's missing is our own ability to self-soothe, to realign 
with the divine energy of the moment. You see, that's when you know you've gone so far into the physical world, into the intellect and the material aspect of this experience, that you are having difficult finding your way back to the spiritual aspect of you, to that soulful energy that exists inside of you, to that aspect of you that is always calm, that is always at peace, that is always in a state of acceptance. It exists inside each and every one of you, whether you're going to sit here and shake your head and say, oh, no, not me. I don't believe that exists in me. But it's there. And it's the exact thing that you are touching into, Dodie, as far as this idea that we get caught, we get so caught up in the physical world that we lose our focus and we forget what's important here and we forget who we are here and we forget who we came to be here. So it is hmm, not that in that moment of overwhelm that you are to sit in stillness and think that you're going to calm that racing mind and demolish all of those fears that are instigating the thought that just won't stop. Oh no, dear friends, at that point, well, you know you've already created this bed that you're sleeping in. And the metaphor can be seen in so many expansive ways. So you want to start to prepare ahead of time. This is the point of the meditation practice. It is not only to be a tool in a toolbox that you only take out when something's broken. You see, that's not the way meditation works. So it's up to you to discern how relevant it is in your experience, how important it is to you to be able to calm yourself in a moment of uncertainty and devastation. You want to understand that this is where these practices come into play. This is how you create a new way of being. You take the time. You make the time. You create the time because it's important. You find your way to that spiritual aspect of you. And there are so many ways for you to do this. It does not have to be just sitting in stillness. But we've gone over this before. So you find your way. You find your practice. And you keep up with it. Knowing that you're strengthening your inner self. You are strengthening your bond with the divine. And creating a sense of purpose in every experience. And that's the thought that can counter the negative fear-based thoughts that have you questioning everything, that have you doubting everything, that have you raising your fist in anger at how difficult it is to be here. You only have to hear that once to know 
that this is the dichotomy of the human experience for souls line up to be there. Souls love to be there. Souls know that the physical world is where the most expansion can be had. That the challenges of being human are the most motivating and enlightening experiences that we can have as energy because of the duality, because of the dichotomy. Because of the belief systems hmm, that oppose our very truth. So when you find yourself raising your fist at life, realize you're raising it at you for you're the one who chose to come. You're the one who chose to be here. You, as the soul that you are, are embracing and reveling in every human experience and every physical world interactions. You've come to find each other. And you know those moments of realization where you come across a soul that you know on a deep, deep level you've known before. How amazing is that, to have that realization, to have the truth of your connection flow through your physicality into your awareness, into your conscious awareness. We've all had those experiences, those moments, and we could have more if we open up to it, if we don't have to confine everything so intellectually. If we can only stay in the moment of recognition, in that energy of love that reminds us who we truly are. And that's why we want to stay around those people when we feel that deep connection. Because they remind us that we are the love. They reflect it right back to us. And we think we need them. We need them to feel this love. But the truth is, all they did was hold up the mirror in front of you and your love came right back to you. To hold the space in your life for that love to come in for that kind of recognition to surface in your human experience in a way that has not yet been defined for you. And then don't define it. Then don't limit it by needing it to be any certain way, by needing that to be any certain relationship. Let it just be two souls coming together in a moment of recognition and then take that feeling of truth, of remembrance and dive deep into that. Begin to notice what else surfaces in your life when you can hold yourself apart from the inclinations of the human being 
to try to define it. Let it just be a moment where a door opens to the higher aspect of you and then it's up to you. Hmm. Do you keep looking to the one that opened the door or do you go through the door? Do you take that step and say, I feel a more expansive part of me and I want to explore that. I want to discover who I truly am beyond this physical body and I want to know what I'm truly capable of. There are so many in this world struggling right now in so many different ways. Searching for hope, searching for peace, searching for food. So many different ways, so many different struggles, and in each of them, there are energies available to shift the collective experience that they're having. But it takes a collective effort takes a coming together of higher and lower aspects of self. It takes a merging of the human with the soul. Hmm. But when we're dealing with physical world problems, we have difficulty believing that some energy that we can't hold on to, that we can't touch physically, is going to really have an effect here. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Isn't that interesting to think of? The energy that created this entire experience, this world and everything on it, is unreliable according to the current human interpretation of the divine source of this creation. We've I'm sorry, yes. We've become so powerful in our minds that we've dismissed our true connection to our true power. Not gone. It's simply intellectually dismissed. And considering the heavy weight the intellect carries in this world, we know it's going to be some time before we bring those two aspects of self back together until we allow the more expansive spiritual definition of this human experience to be what's defining the human experience. But there are those on the earth plane that know this. There are those on the earth in this moment sustaining the frequency, holding the vision. The aborigines, the indigenous, the ones who didn't let go. The ones who still feel a connection our dear Mother Earth, the one who's the ones who still exist in gratitude for all she bears for this world. This is where we this is where we ask you to place your focus energetically. In the same way, with that same sense of certainty, 
that the great spirit truly is the creator of this human experience and that all we do is dictated by that great spirit. Now, only issue here is we're going to ask you to not see that great spirit as some unattainable individual, some distant, holy one existing in a place that is unreachable. We here in spirit swim in the energy of the creator. You there in the physical are born from the energy of this creator. The creative force of life is what animates your physicality. So you see, it is you that creates this world in every moment. The higher and lower aspects of you commune with all that is and life is created. When we wake up to this idea and we allow ourselves to bring that mighty creative source of life through us without intellectual intimidation, we will then come together as one. We will then come together within our own selves and realize the true potential of the spiritual aspect of this human experience. When we come to that recognition and we live true to it, there will be no stopping the manifestations that can occur in this creative process. But you see, the issue here is the attachment to the physical, the attachment to the material, the attachment to the definition that has been handed down to us as human beings. We're so comfortable with it. We're so used to it. Used to it. We're not ready to give it up, but we want to. There's a deep desire inside humanity to let all of these limitations go and to start over. Begin again and see if we can't take this human experience in a different direction. Oh, the collective soul yearns for this. With every beheading, with every dear, sweet animal killed for vanity, with every corporate conglomerate takeover of our ecosystem, we yearn for it. On so many levels of self, we beg for it. We beg to be free from the greed 
and the fear of lack. We beg to be valued by our true gifts, by our true, most authentic um, self-expressions. To have that be enough. We look to have that be what defines our contribution to society. Because what each soul has to give is unique and cannot be funneled into one system. No monetary system can justifiably quantify the efforts of the souls here on this earth. You cannot compare what one individual soul gives with another. There is no mechanism in place. There's no machine grand enough and no mind expansive enough to configure a relevant reciprocal process or reciprocation process. It's all here. In the collective energy, it's all here. In our collective soul. We each know in a moment what our capacity is. What our capacity is to give and what our capacity is to receive. Intuitively, we know. Energetically, it's obvious. It's only the dichotomy of the the mind and the heart that doubts and questions and reconfigures it intellectually according to what we think we need in our physicality. But it's time to see the imbalance for what it is. We each are a reflection, an individual micro-representation of the bigger picture. So when you see the bigger picture and you see this world and you see all of these different issues that all of these different communities are having, mm -hmm, check in with you and figure out where that fits with you. What areas of your life represent these same fears and fearful energies that these others are experiencing? It may not manifest in the way that it's manifesting for them, but you can tap into their energy and feel what they're feeling and then sense where you feel that same abdication to truth in your life.
let yourself recognize where the imbalances are because that's the only way you're going to heal them. And then healing the imbalances in you is how you find peace in your mind in the moments of uncertainty and devastation. Being prepared for them means owning your own inconsistencies. Then you create an impenetrable field of certainty that is not knocked over when the balance of humanity loses their way. It's difficult to sustain yourself in integrity when the majority of those around you are losing themselves in the illusion, in the complete disconnect that the energy of money or love of money has created in this reality. Material wealth is an illusion, people. And we must overcome this illusion to realign with our truth and allow our true potential to come through and show us what we are really here to create. Can you imagine if this is what we've created with all of that distractions, what we could do if we actually come together and focus? Can you fathom the expansive potential that's available? And we bring this to you so that you begin to tap into it in your experience, in your life. That's the way it's going to ripple through the collective experience. You want to check in and see What's important? Where do you focus all of your energy on a daily basis? How do you find your way? What do you use to determine what is the best use of your energy? Well, that's easy. Begin to feel into your situations. How do things affect you energetically? And then see the resistance. Because so many of you will say, well, I don't feel that work resonates with me, but I have to go to work. So this is a ridiculous concept. (laughs) That is most certainly what the logical mind will come back with because it's been programmed to believe that. You realize that, don't you? You've created a society and you're existing in a society and you've given your power over to this society and this belief system that you've got to do it this way. And you really want to think about why. Who says so? Who's saying so? Who's declared it this way? When you look around this world and see how many different ways people can live and think back in history at all the different ways, different cultures, have utilized their experience. It has not always been this way. And there is no God saying it must be this way. So ask yourself, who are you giving your power over to? Who are you giving your experience over to? Who are you allowing to dictate 
how you spend this glorious opportunity to experience life in the physical. How many of you, if not now, at some point in your life, have said it's got to be something more than this? What is the purpose of all of this? How many of you got answers? a grand and glorious realization to come to if you can if you can bring yourself to this idea that this is your gift this life to create in the way you feel honors the gift that it is the most how do you honor the gift this life is how do you honor yourself in every moment by denying yourself the right to be free, by creating your own barriers in your mind, by accepting somebody else's limited interpretation of your potential. Think back. Who decided it had to be this way? When you come up with that logical resistance that says, I have to do it this way, you really want to ponder that. And you really want to ask yourself, your higher self, to show you the way out of this belief system, to show you the way out of the barriers in the mind that will not allow the creative energy you came to bring into this world through you. We get so caught up. We get so caught up in all of it. And then we think that's what we're supposed to be doing so we don't even look in another direction. And yet when life is falling apart, it's doing so for your own good. It's your soul begging you to look in a different direction, giving you an opportunity to not have to make the choice to simply just go with it and see where it takes you. When you hear it like this, and it sounds so simple, you think, well, I can do that. But my soul's not trying to get my attention. But if it was, I would do it. Then you shut the thought, and you go back to your practical reality and your practical interpretation of the way things should be and you dismiss that this conversation ever took place. We're beyond that now. There's no more dismissing it. There's no more denying it. The energy of our collective soul's desire to implement a 
higher frequency and the definition we use going forward is already here. The intense waves continue to surface and these moments of awareness like today continue to allow more and more people to wake up and understand that it's not going away that it is time to pay attention, that it is time to allow spirit some room to create in this world. And it is time to be here in a state of wonder and awe because that is how spirit creates. Hmm. With expansive brushstrokes that the human mind can't possibly configure and you know it to be so when you look at nature and you see it in all of its glory and all of the ways that nature feeds itself how it works all together co-creating This is what is available to humanity. This same divine creative energy that allows nature to be self-sustaining. Where nature itself doesn't worry about if it's going to have enough the trees, the flowers, the bees, the birds, the butterflies. They don't have fear of that. The bee doesn't know the flower. The flower doesn't know the bee. What are we doing? Why are we doing this to one another? Why are we not recognizing the divine back and forth of this experience. Why would we fight that and not want to be a part of it? Don't we see how beautifully it flows when each aspect of the collective experience extends itself in the exact way it was meant to? It all works together. But you know, if the flower wants to be the butterfly and starts flapping its petals, well, what's going to happen? Do you think that the flower looks up at the butterfly flying away in envy? Does it curse its roots? Does it deny its own beauty and life-giving potential? Think of that, human beings, because you're each a cog in this grand machine, just like each aspect of nature. We each have a role to play here, and it doesn't have to be defined by money. 
it should not be defined by any value outside of the energy that we feel in the moment. All right, Dode, are you there? Of course I'm here. I, I just have to say, Laura, that the I, I was just sensing and feeling how I felt as we as we stepped into the channel and and we and, and there was those discussions as the spirit was telling us about, you know, just finding some time in whatever way it looks like for each individual to reconnect with who we really are. And I I I was um feeling those initial feelings I had when I was rushed and trying to get here to get to the channel and the challenging day. And then feeling how I felt as spirit was reminding me that um you know this life is a gift that I have the right to create it the way I want to express my true self in it, the way I want to live it. And you know, and I was going back and forth. What was the energy and the feel when I thought about, you know, living life from the logical aspect, the intellectual, the physical aspect, um, when I allowed myself to get into that cycle of, uh, you know, must be successful and success allows wealth to come into your life, which allows you to obtain things and then those things begin to own your time. And then before you know it, so much of your time is spent on those things that you forget to spend that time in the ways that make you feel connected again to each other and to all that is. You know, whether it's, whether it's you know, sitting in a little rowboat in the middle of a lake or taking a walk mm-hmm. in nature or doing yoga, which is my personal love, or, or meditating on your cushion or or mindfully cooking, or whatever. And it just seemed like, you know, there was those two choices in each moment we have. We can go into that place of the physical, the logical, the intellect, the what society tells us is successful and right and the way to live a human life. Or we can follow that heartfelt, soul centered feeling, that little spark that's in each of us that says, I just I just want to take a walk. I just want to listen to the birds. It's I'm awake and listening to the birds. I want to go outside. I I'll tell you I, this morning I went out at I don't know, it was six in the morning, barefoot, in the yard, and before I knew it I was just bending down plucking weeds. But there were birds singing all around me and the grass was wet and and my dogs were just sort of milling around, and everything felt so incredibly right in that moment. I felt connected to everything, the birds, the flowers, the sky, the grass, the dogs, and all that is. So I, I, I guess I just want to say thank you for reminding me that those moments those moments are really where the wealth is. That's where the value really is. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> they want to say something here. Mm-hmm. It's a grand realization, dear one, and it is also a grand realization to embrace <laughs> this 
opportunity that we've had to have this material experience, to look forward to the accumulation of wealth and the accumulation of material things. It was wonderful to experience that sense of detachment from our truth to really let ourselves have fun with it and let go of all that we know ourselves to be. It's fun, isn't it, when you are a small child to put on a costume and play as if you're someone that you're not. Hmm. Even as an adult, we still tend to like to do this, don't we? We like to put those costumes on every once in a while and be something, something different than what we are. Well, let's look at the human experience like that. We are not condemning you for falling prey to the egoic definition that we've created here to have this experience. We are just reminding you that that's not all there is to it, that there's more to you, and that we've come to that point on the journey where we're looking to expand the experience, where we've had our time in those costumes. And yes, we're looking to try on new costumes. We're not looking to be pure spirit in this physical world. We wouldn't be physical. It wouldn't be possible. But we still want to play here in this playground, in this physical world. We just want to try something different. And in order to do that, we've got to come to terms with what it is we are now. We've got to see it for what it is. We've got to realize this is a costume, and we could take it off. We don't have to keep playing this part. We lost ourselves in the illusion. We forgot it's not real. It's not who we really are. And it's the great challenges in life that give us the opportunity to remind ourselves. And we don't have to verbally do this, you know. There's a sense of knowing inside us. And there are opportunities at every corner, especially now in this world. When you see the tragedies and you feel that sense of compassion from deep down inside of you, That's the part of you that knows that we're all one. That's the part of you that feels what their plight is. Even, I knew they were going to go there, even our dear friend Cecil the lion. He was a wonderful expression of this truth. He allowed so many human beings to feel the oneness. Oh, yes, the human mind took that feeling and interpreted it in many different ways. But don't look at the words that people said. Think about what they felt. That's where we want you to go with this. Number one. The unbelievable energy of compassion that was able to wash this world 
where so many human beings felt that instant connection to that divine expression of love that that beautiful creature was exemplifying. And that's that's it. That's where the connection was made. Like an intricate web in the energy all around the globe. Think of it. Think about it. Think of the globe being all dark. And then the moment people started to feel that sense of compassion, their light turned on. And then it would shine from them and other lights were turning on and then they were starting to connect and they were making connections and it was spreading out all over the world. You know this is the way it works. And this is the way we commune in the energy, the higher aspects of self. Whatever words came out of the physical aspects of us, (laughs) you can know that in the higher aspect of you all, we were were high-fiving each other at our realization that we really are all connected. And that something just allowed that truth to flow into our physicality. Something triggered it in in the individuals, in enough individuals to have an effect on the collective. You know, situations like that are coming quick, quick. They seem to be happening, happening almost on a daily basis where something so terrible and so devastating seems to occur. And yet so many people are reaching out in love. Oh, yes, we know there's many reaching out in anger. Fear. But you have to remember that even beneath that is the love. Now, if we could just hold it in the energy of love and not go to the anger, well, then, then we're creating a real momentum. Then we've got something to work with. And we're doing it. We're getting there. Now let's see. If an equally profound, uplifting experience can have the same effect. It's interesting what makes the human being tick, isn't it? to see how we will fight for one another from a distance. Are we beginning are we beginning are we beginning to do something here? Are we beginning to create something here? Are we beginning to realize something here? Are we beginning to bring it closer to home? Are we beginning to realize that we need one another? That we want to work with one another, not fight with one another, and that we can be so much more productive and so much more peaceful if we would just join together rather than continue to try and separate one another. It seems so simple, 
And you're all so intelligent. So let's make this happen. Why wait another generation or two? We've got the energy to do it now. There's enough there's enough of us that get it that get this idea that when we come together with a collective intention and a pure desire to assist humanity, there's nothing we can't create. It's the truth of who we are as creative life force energy expressing ourselves as individual human beings. It's a profound statement, and you want to ponder it, because the more you ponder it, the more it becomes a part of your belief system. You can't just keep walking around here with our blinders on, pretending we don't have to see the other one for who they truly are. Pretending it's not our responsibility. It is. Everyone is. We are all each other's responsibility. Because we're all one. So let's reach out a little more often. Let's touch people a little more often. Let's make eye contact a little more often. For you know how it feels when you look into someone's eyes. That's where souls meet. That's where the connections are made. That's when the realization can come forward. That's where we give our energy Hmm. our permission to connect and create so let's look deep into each other's eyes and find our soulful connections and support that and inspire that and inspire one another to feel entitled to be free from the fears that keep us from discovering our true gifts. We are here to be love, to remind one another that we are love. That's our purpose. And that's all we need to know. So you're stuck in every given mo- in any given moment. You're stuck in your mind, in your thoughts, on the hamster wheel, racing through life. Stop. Take a breath. And be love. Ask yourself, in this moment, what is the most loving thing I could do? What is the most loving word I could speak or the most loving action I can take 
For this is truly the way to create peace in oneself. Keep bringing the love forward. Keep reminding yourself that that's who you are, that that's where the peace comes from. that, That that's where the strength comes from and our true sense of connection to the divine source of life, to the creative process, and to one another. Just reach for it. It's always there. But you must reach for it. You must make the effort for it. And that is what the practice brings. Because that is what you practice. Touching in on the love that you are. Whether it be in meditation or the mountains. It's just a matter of finding the love and allowing it to take you over. Allowing it to dictate who you are. Okay, Dota. Laura, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. I, I, I We have just about uh, a little over a minute before we close. And so just a reminder to us, to all of us then, to, you know, uh, light a candle, you know, be be the light. In, in each moment, see an opportunity to love one another, even if it's just, you know, blessing the guy in traffic ahead of you instead of cursing, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah. Right? <laughs> and love yourself enough to take a few moments to do what you love, to feel good, to be in that moment, and to tap in to the love that you are. And and when you do that for yourself, it's gonna it's gonna create a little more balance so that you can then pass that love on to the next human being you encounter. Thank you so much, and I'm so grateful for the way you channel spirit, Laura. It's 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 so healing. It's so loving, and I just want to remind everybody that we'll be here again next month at the last Friday of the month for Mind Body Spirit You Channel with Laura Morante, and uh, Reverend Leah Fortner will be with us, and me, Dodie Mitchell, and I believe that's on August 29th, Friday night. And uh, until then, love one another and and love Thanks. yourself. Thanks, Dodie. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night, everyone. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.